Welcome to the We Go There podcast. I'm Lexi. And I'm Nikki. And our favorite conversations are when someone starts by saying, this might be TMI, but... Exactly. We go there. Because no topic should be too taboo, especially when it comes to women's health. We ask the questions you may be too afraid to ask and interview the experts to get the answers you need. So we're doing this completely unfiltered. 100%. Okay, let's go there. Welcome to We Go There. I'm really excited because we have Michelle O'Brien here. And fun fact, Mish and I actually went to Dal together. So we have many fun days in Halifax shared. Um, And then I've had the privilege of watching Michelle uh, succeed in now two businesses. She is a mother to four girls, three Um, I love how you say this, Michelle, three in her arms and one in her heart, which we'll talk about a lot today. And, um, and, uh, you know, just so everyone knows, uh, we are talking uh, a bit about pregnancy loss in this episode. So if that is triggering for anyone, um, just want to give a heads up there. Um, but Michelle has a beautiful story, uh, and we'll talk about Harper as well as how that's guided her into her business now today, Ayana. She's now an integrative nutritional health coach. Um, and like I said, she's had two businesses and, and the most recent being Ayana. So very happy to have you here, Mish, and excited to hear your story. Um, and yeah, I know, I know Nikki's, Nikki shares in our, uh, gratitude for you being here today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And this is a big deal that you're here because you shared before we started recording, this is really the first time you're really sharing your story in a podcast format. So we're very honored and, uh, and we really would just love to, you know, let you guide the conversation, sharing whatever you're comfortable with. And I know definitely that this episode is going to help other women who might be experiencing the same heartbreak that you went through when you lost Mm -hmm. Harper. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a big reason why I got into not only nutrition, but also becoming a health coach was my focus was really, I really wanted to, um, share my story and, you know, allow others to, to hear what it is. And they're not alone in, in what's happened. It might be happening to them. Um, and even like a way for people to feel compassion and help others who might be who they might know and who might be going through similar situations. So Thanks for having me. Thank you for letting me share. So are you comfortable just kind of, I guess, telling us a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are right now? Maybe you can, can share your story and we can go from there. Sure. So, um, about seven years ago is when this kind of journey began. And I feel like with many women as well, who start off in their perinatal kind of health journey. Um, you don't, you kind of expect things to go pretty smoothly. Um, I mean, for me, I was incredibly naive. Um, and I just, you know, I'd seen what I had from movies and not, not, not a lot of my friends had had pregnancies at this point. I was one of the first, um, and my first pregnancy, uh, I had a very like textbook pregnancy. Um, you know, all my checkups were great and, uh, everything looked wonderful. Uh, I knew I was having a girl and uh, I went into labor at 39 weeks um, and went directly into the hospital. So when I got into the hospital, 
um, you know, they kind of rushed me to put me into, into from triage into, you know, a hospital bed, which was a bit alarming, but at the same time, it was my first one. So I didn't really know what to expect. Um, and I guess what had happened was they realized her heart rate was dropping and it's interesting. And I talk a lot about like intuition, um, and not only with like eating and stuff, but also a mother's intuition. And I feel like it's crazy because I wasn't having crazy strong contractions, but I was like, I know I need to get to the hospital. And it was like my first maternal instinct really kicking in. Um, so yeah, it was all a blur kind of in that time, but, uh, Harper was born and she had suffered a fetal maternal hemorrhage, which to this day, unfortunately really don't have a lot of answers to what happened. Um, it's super, super rare. Um, and something that's not very common. Um, but she was put directly, I had an emergency C-section, which in itself, in itself can be, you know, very traumatizing. Um, and she was put into directly into the NICU, um, after, you know, there was interventions taking place from the doctors. Um, and not only the NICU, but like the NICU that's off the NICU, which is, you know, reserved for very, very few babies. Uh, so after three days, unfortunately, um, we realized that she wasn't going to make it. And, uh, yeah, so there, there's a lot, a lot to kind of delve in there, but I had to essentially at the end of the day, I had to leave the hospital, um, completely unprepared, um, prepared for a baby at home, but unprepared for what I was going home to. Uh, so that, um, obviously, you know, started the, the pregnancy and postpartum journey, one that you obviously never want to go, go through. And I think a, a, I've heard this said before in, in many different ways of pregnancy loss, but, um, you know, it's a club that you never want to be a part of. Um, but it's, it's something that, you take comfort in having this club because there are other people to speak to. Um, so through that, through finding, you know, a few people who had gone through similar situations, um, you know, I was able to start my journey towards healing. Um, and then after that, uh, I had Isabel, uh, about a year and a half later, I did do some, uh, sorry, not a year and a half, oh, a year and a couple months later, um, I did do some fertility treatments, um, with that to help me. So after two IUIs, I was able to get pregnant with Isabel and that was healing, very healing for me to, to experience pregnancy again, but at the same time brought a lot of trauma, like traumatic trauma and anxiety, um, understandably with that. Um, and when Isabel was born, um, eight months later, I found out surprise I'm pregnant again. And this time it was twins, like very unexpected. So, um, I have had a eight month old and was pregnant for the third time in like two years, uh, with twins. So there was like a lot, it was like a very blurry time of my life. Um, and, you know, within that time, I found that there weren't a lot of resources available um, from our healthcare system, from um, even, you know, even really delving deep into trying to find groups and that sort of stuff. Like I found 
I found it to be pretty isolating. So um, that's kind of how Well Together Health came to be. Um, was I just really wanted to share my story with people and share, you know, some any kind of way that I could help women who had gone through similar situations. We're all just taking a big. I know exhale. there's a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I didn't realize you were pregnant. Like you had the your daughter is that close together. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I had had four babies in two and a half years. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think when you know I really I had to rely on something, um, and I think that's when I really started to look into food as kind of like medicine for me. Um, because I was so incredibly depleted emotionally, physically, mentally. And I was just like, how do I help myself? Um, and that's, yeah, that's kind of when I took interest in, um, nutrition and, and food. I'd always been interested, but like really relied on it, I guess you could say. So when you were in the middle of the initial heartbreak of losing Harper and you're at home and you've just had a cesarean surgery and you are, you know, I'm sure not that I want to take you back to that place, but I'm just wondering like, what was, if you can reflect or even remember, what do you think was the most helpful thing? If there, if you could name it, was it someone in your life? Was it something somebody said? What was it for you? You know what? I think one thing I'm really thankful for is, um, I'm sorry if I get emotional. I haven't talked about this. Oh my like, gosh, for a minute, so. don't do not <laughs> apologize. <laughs> I'm going to hundred percent. Don't worry. Um, I, I had a really wonderful group of friends and family and that's, at the end of the day, what got me through it. Um, and I also, I'm really happy. I allowed myself to grieve. Um, I think in this day and age, in this society, I think so many people just try and be like, okay, like I just gotta get, gotta go, gotta, you know, I'm fine. I'm happy. But like, it's, it's okay to not be happy. It's okay to grieve and sit in that grief. Um, and I think it's, I'm still, (laughs) I'm still grieving, but like the initial grief where you go through so many different phases and stages, I think it's important to allow yourself to do that. I'm glad to hear that you had that, that community of support around you, like the friends and the family giving you that space and that support. That's huge. I can't imagine what it would be like for someone who doesn't have that. Well, and totally like, I can't even imagine that it was hard enough as is. and I think it was, it was also like looking at it now <clears throat> from where my friends and family were, I think it was really difficult for them because it's very rare that something like this, I mean, it happens all the time, don't get me wrong, but to know somebody who's experienced yeah. something like this, you know, and, and similar to like miscarriages and like, you don't want to say the, the wrong thing, or you don't want to like, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to like say her name because you know, it's going to like make you sad. It's like, I'm already sad. You know, like you saying her name makes her like real. Yeah. So, you know, I think it was like a lot of give and take um, of like me giving hints to people and people also like asking like, what do you, what can I do for you? What, what do you need? Isn't it true that, 
you know, and I've heard people say like, say her name, say his name, say my baby's name. It's always your baby. You're a mom of four and you will always be a mom of four. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's something that's important. And, and people, you're right. People are afraid to say the wrong thing, but it's better. Isn't it better to just acknowledge, listen, I want to support you. I am really scared of saying the wrong thing, but that I'm not going to withdraw. The worst thing they can do is say nothing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And like, it's not something like if I were to see somebody, you know, a year later, like I don't necessarily need them to be like, oh, like, I'm so sorry for your loss. But, um, you know, I guess more with like the more intimate family and friends, like, yeah, we don't have to pretend that it didn't happen because it did. So one more thing on that. And this is where it's going to go into food um, (laughs) where people are like, let me know what I can do. And you're like, I don't want to be asked how you can help, but just show up with food, just show up, just show up. Right. Like, isn't it a little bit? And this is something that we all do, right? It's like, let me know how I can help. Like you're not, no one's, you're not going to then text that person five days later and go, you know what? I would really love you to go pick up X at the drugstore for me. And then go, it's just not going to happen. No. Yeah. (laughs) Like food is like the number. And like, this is, you know, where, where kind of Iana comes in is that like food to me, especially you know, I had all the same sex children. So, um, by baby three and four, I was like, okay, I have every onesie that I could ever have in my entire life. Like (laughs) I definitely don't need another swaddle. Um, so I was like, just please like give me food. Um, and that's kind of how Iana came to be and tell me if I'm delving off or jumping off. No, no, this is good. Okay. Okay. Segment. Um, So yeah, like that's kind of how it came to be was, you know, through all of this and through like women's bodies go through so much um, stress and, you know, even birth on its own, like talk about an event, right? Like no matter how you birth a child, you are like, it's a, it's a thing you're doing it. Right. So you're losing so many like nutrients and vitamins and blood. um, Blood, <laughs> blood, everything inside, <laughs> outside. We're losing it. All the things. <laughs> Not to scare anyone who hasn't had a child. Yet, yeah, <laughs> it's all getting out there. So um, depleted. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like so drained. Yeah. Were Michelle? Were your subsequent pregnancy or um, deliveries cesareans also? Yes. Okay, so you've had you've had three. So you know a, a lot about the the roughness of recovery because that's a major surgery. On top of the fact, like recovery also when you've gone through trauma Mm -hmm. is also like another, a different kind of thing too, right? Because there's so much that goes involved that is involved with that from, from a healing perspective. Um, But through every pregnancy, I just felt incredibly depleted. Like I remember telling my husband, like, you have to go and find me a smoothie. Like, I don't care where you go, but like, I need it to be green. I need it to be big. Like, I just, I've never felt so like depleted. And I don't know what else, what other word to use other than like pure depletion of everything. Um, and yeah, like when you go home and like you get 15 lasagnas, which are amazing, but at the same time, you're not like, how, like it's cheese and it's sauce and, you know, you're not getting much other than like the warmth and comfort of the lasagna. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how Iana came to be. And I really I just want lasagna. 25 lasagna. Yeah. Like, first of all, I just want a green smoothie. Yeah, like, give me a smoothie. Yeah. 
I just want some grass-fed meatballs. Like I've had your meatballs, yeah. right? Like they're just like a little bit. Sneak some veg in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the sneaky veg that you put yeah. in your meals. Yeah. Like I look at the egg bites and I was like, oh, there's like a little broccoli in here, a little. It's like amazing. Well, also with the, like with our meals, like one thing we, I mean, and not all of them, but like for the egg bites, for example, like kids will eat that. Mm-hmm, well, totally. I mean, I have two that will and one that will not, but, um, you know, even like babies, like I, my baby nephew was eight months old and he like gobbles them up. So it's yeah. Good. Makes for it even babies. easier. Yeah. Even yeah. easier. I have such a visual of you being like to your husband, like, I need a smoothie now. Like just like, <laughs> like the pregnancy cravings. You're like, I don't want any more pizza or cheese yeah. or whatever. I just or like what you're feeding in the hospital. Like, Oh my God. No. It's so funny. You say that I have a memory of delivering. And I remember just after like, I was like, I need a chicken. And my <laughs> husband was like, why? I'm like a whole chicken. And he went to Whole Foods. We were at Sunnybrook, which is around the corner. And I was like, get me a rotisserie chicken. I sat in bed and I ate that entire chicken. And you're talking to somebody who was a vegetarian for 20 years. <laughs> Your body was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, just like licking my fingers. Like it was, it was, I honestly really wish that I had like photos of the moment. Cause it was, real. I really wish you had photos of the moment. That is amazing. The I love full that. chicken. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh yeah. I mean, total segue, but I, we've talked about this briefly, Nikki, like my cravings postpartum are beyond when, than when I'm pregnant, like oh, I, yeah. I crave way more after I have the baby. Right. Well, Lexi, don't you find like Lexi and I both have the privilege of having to being pregnant with twins, yeah. but don't you find like I, as you're what halfway through almost? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, with twins, like couldn't eat. Like I didn't have any, felt like I had no room in my stomach to eat. Okay. So thank really you. Yeah. I I keep forgetting to ask about this. Cause I'm like, shouldn't I be like wanting to eat a house? Like <laughs> you have a two. And I'm like, I can't every time yeah. I eat them, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so full. I feel sick. Like it's yeah. 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 No, it's a thing. I felt like, and and I mean, going into nutrient draining things, like having two babies inside of you, like I felt also extremely depleted. So sure. Yeah. yeah. I go for the smoothies a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, so we should talk yeah. about that then, shouldn't we? Like, like yeah. some of the most important nutrients that as, as a integrative nutritionist yourself, like, let's yeah. talk about some of the, like you obviously hit with your company, Ayana, like you're creating amazing food and, and meals, but like, what's the, is there a science behind what you're doing from yeah. a nutrition perspective? From a, yeah. From a nutrition, nutrition, nutrition perspective. Yeah. So, um, like obviously when you're pregnant, I mean, you're adjusting to so many things. You're also growing another human. So, um, there's things that you definitely, I mean, everyone, should be taking a prenatal vitamin, which has like all of the kind of the essentials. Um, but you know, things that you can include to kind of like make you feel, I guess, more energy energized also help with obviously the growing, the development of your baby, um, like folic acid and folate is, is a big one. Um, your vitamin B's are also super important. So like going to things like spinach and beans and eggs and, um, and the best part about a lot of those things as they can be incorporated into your kind of everyday meals, right? Like you can saute spinach and throw it in a salad or in a bowl, like a 
you know, or rice bowl or something like that. Um, eggs are like you know, fairly obvious, but, you know, going back to what you're saying, Lexi, like smoothies are amazing because you can literally, it's like a garbage, like yes. you just throw everything in. It's easy, pretty easy to make, um, you know, from a time standpoint, uh, and it can last, it can really like keep you fulfilled, um, without feeling like super full. So I think, um, those are kind of, and also like soups and stews and stuff like that, um, where you can batch make them and then you freeze them. Um, and you can have them like at a later time, also very helpful with small babies eating, you know, pureed soups and stuff like that. So I think those are like super easy ways to get your essential like nutrients, um, in, I mean, it's, you know, sticking to kind of your leafy greens and your, um, your veggies and, and fruits and stuff like that. I mean, it's not like rocket science, but there's definitely more things, um, that you can kind of beef up on to when you are pregnant and postpartum too. Right. Um, like when you're, if you've experienced birth, uh, and again, in any capacity, um, you want to like stick to like anti-inflammatory, um, foods that are going to help you with like recovery and like tissue recovery and damage and that sort of thing too. So, um, like things like turmeric and, um, antioxidants like blueberries and all that fun stuff. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know, but the like anti-inflammatory. Yeah. So like when your body goes through something like that and even like through tragedy, you know, like an anti-inflammatory or when you're inflamed, you know, um, it can also affect your mental health as well. So it's, it's important to look at anti-inflammatory foods and there's quite a long list of them. Um, like things like avocados too, super anti-inflammatory. Um, and they kind of help, they also help with your gut, right. Um, and your digestive system too. So all of these things kind of go hand in hand, but you know, um, as long as you're not over consuming sugar and, um, white flour and that sort of stuff that can mess things up for you. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to have balance. It's not like you can't eat any of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think as long as you're like kind of balanced and focusing on amping up the, the good stuff and, you know, keeping the other levels at bay, then it's good. That's great. Can you tell us about the name Ayana? Yes. Um, so, as I was mentioning before, I wanted, I really wanted something that would, you know, take on the meaning of like mother and child. And, um, but I didn't want to do be like super specific to like, you know, mommy and me or anything like that. So, um, Ayanna is, means eternal blossom. And I just thought, you know, when it comes to children, they're kind of like an eternal blossom of the parents and always growing. And I thought it was just a really beautiful kind of symbol too. And that's why there's that blossom in our name. Oh, that's beautiful. It's a blossom. Yes. (laughs) Is it off the Y, right? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. It's like, that catchy as like it's incorporating. (laughs) I I love love that. So pretty. So pretty. Thank you. And so what about the people who, because you're local to us in Toronto. So Mm -hmm. what tips do you have for all the people listening 
who are hoping to have access to nutritious meals. And I heard you earlier talk about meal prep and batch batch making, batch cooking, you know, and yeah. freezing and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think um, most, you know, every, everyone's busy these days. A lot of people are working from home, but even when you're working from home, like you're not necessarily in the kitchen, like cutting up veg, you know, it's just not necessarily part of your day. Um, especially if you have kids running around. Um, so I think, yeah, doing a lot of batch cooking, I like, as I mentioned earlier, I think asking for food as a gift is like literally the best thing that you can do. Like, especially if it's your second or third child and you have all of the things, Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, I'm asking for like a meal train from your friends after you have the baby. I think that's super important. And a lot of people, like, I don't know if you guys found this, but you'll get so much stuff for the first like month after you have your baby. And Mm -hmm. then people for, I mean, obviously people have to move on with their lives, but like, (laughs) like, hello, I'm still like very postpartum and still need food or like, you know, smoothies delivered to me every morning. Um, So I think meal trains are really great for that because you kind of break it up. I mean, even with family and stuff like that too. Um, But yeah, batch cooking, like, and also like bone broth is really good for you, like in all the healing ways. Um, So, and that can be frozen for up to a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, so if you kind of stock up on things like that um, and smoothies, like invest in a blender, um, it'll, it'll save you a lot of money. And also it will allow you to like, explore different varietals of smoothies. There's so many and, and frozen fruit. Like, I feel like there was such a like bad vibe around frozen fruit. Like I was like, Oh, I will not use frozen fruit. And then I learned that it's actually like the freshest, most nutrient dense food. Oh, is it? I think so. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally hundred percent. Otherwise it hasn't traveled so far. Right. Right. And it's like frozen when it's right away, right away. Perfect ripeness. Yeah. So don't be afraid of freezing. Well, that's good because I use frozen fruit a lot. (laughs) And like throw some cauliflower in your smoothie, right? (laughs) Like don't be afraid. You don't Um, taste it, do you? No. And it can actually be really yummy. Like all the things you can be so sneaky in smoothies. And that's what I love. Like for my case, I love Do you have a blog with all these recipes? And if you don't, can I request one? (laughs) Yeah, we need one. Because I, you know, the only thing I haven't put in a smoothie is cauliflower yet. Um, cause yeah. I'll throw cocoa everything powder? else. Zucchini. Cocoa powder. Cocoa powder. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, spinach and avocado, like all those things, of course, like those are the great little sneaky ones that you can put in. Yeah. Um, and then like lots of little collagen and like mm-hmm. the little, all the right. things. Oh, and all the seeds and all seeds, the seeds. Like, yeah. Black. All that. Yeah. Good and stuff. Those are, those are also, um, really great ways to add like your omegas, um, just super easily. Like if you have mm-hmm. a salad or if you, if you, anything, I mean, they, you can't taste them No, um, and you can buy them in bulk and you just sprinkle some on a lot of our, um, a lot of our menu or menu items have, uh, hemp hearts on them. I noticed delicious. Protein is honestly the hardest thing I find to mm-hmm. incorporate and make sure you're getting enough of, especially when you're pregnant. Like Mm -hmm. I I go to eggs a lot and I'm not a vegetarian or anything, but having that like ready to go. And oftentimes like salmon, you're just not really wanting a piece of salmon. Like Like, for some reason right now, salmon tastes uber fishy to me. And I (laughs) used to eat salmon like every 
when I was single, my friends would make a joke like salmon for one on Lexi's menu every <laughs> day. Like, <laughs> not in a mean way, but it sounds mean, yeah. but it's it was funny. Yeah, I can't eat it. Yeah, I can. I like plug my nose and just down it. But. Oh my god. Yeah, protein's pretty tough. Um, I mean, there's obviously like um, like the plant based proteins um, and like you know having a lot of eggs and nuts and beans and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny you mentioned that because we're actually going to be launching a, um, like a ro- oven roasted chicken that can yes. not, a, for not a rotisserie <laughs> like, <laughs> like at the hospital, <laughs> but a really nice piece of chicken. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be marinated and oven roasted. And then it, you're all pre-cut and you literally can pop it in any warming device or eat it cold and add it to anything. Um, because again, like it's tough protein for me also is tough. I don't yeah. like love meat, meat based protein or sorry, animal based protein. Um, so yeah, that's a tough one for me too. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. And I'm honestly, I, I think the one question I've been really wanting to, to ask you or really just touch on, I don't even really know if it's a question, but mm-hmm. it's a topic. It's this idea that you experience something that anybody would classify as very traumatic mm-hmm. and you're able to, I get shivers right now as I, as I say this, but you're able to find a way through, you know, this very, very heartbreaking experience to losing Harper. And now you're like, I'm going to go and create something and essentially harness this energy and this pain and this trauma and try to translate it into something where I can help others, which is like the definition of resilience. And, and so I just, first of all, needed, wanted to acknowledge that, that that's what you're doing, which is incredible. And I guess, what would you say to anybody who is currently struggling and isn't feeling that resilience yet? Isn't yet where you are. Yeah. Like in the middle of it, I'm seven years, seven, over seven years. So almost seven and a half years since she born and was born and passed away. Um, and obviously a lot has taken place, a lot of healing. And and to be quite honest with you at at the beginning of, you know, well together and everything, most of it was about my healing journey. It helped me so much in, you know, I really wanted to like deep dive into, um, how to heal from, um, such a tragedy and how to move forward raising three little girls too. Right. Like there's a, there's a balance there. Um, and it's interesting that you, you bring that up and thank you for saying all of that, because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like Harper pushes me every day to do that. And she guides me. And I like, I know it sounds kind of woo woo, but like, I literally feel her do like kind of guiding me. So, um, it's like in honor of not only her, but it's, you know, it's to also honor everyone else who maybe doesn't feel that resilience and doesn't, you know, she gives, she's, I feel like she's given me the strength to do this. So yeah, I also want to like acknowledge other people who maybe don't feel that yet and just let them know that, you know, it, it can come. Showing yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah. Showing yourself grace. Absolutely. And be like, be gentle with yourself. You know, I feel 
you know, as I was saying before, just there's no, there's no like going through everyone's journey is so different and there is just no, you know, guidelines that's going to direct you into the right way. There is no right way. It's your way. And, um, figuring that out on your own and just be gentle and kind. Such a beautiful way to honor her through like every day now of your life. Like she's, you know, honored through these things that you're doing and the businesses that you're building. Um, And I don't think it's all that you feel her with her with you every day. I think she is with you every day. Yeah. And it's, um, there's no justification that can come of what happened. Um, but it's a way for me to accept it, you know, and say, you know, like her purpose was, her purpose was clearly not to be here and to, you know, grow up like my other girls are. Her purpose was something different. Mm -hmm. So You're amazing. I don't know about that, but thank you. (laughs) Do you have people reach out to you? Because I, I guess like I, and through well together as well. And I don't think we really discussed what that was about. I don't think for anyone who doesn't know what well together is, or, you know, are you able to just briefly share what that is just for context? Yeah. So in all honesty, I've taken a bit of a break from doing the one-on-one health coaching, um, just to focus on Iana, but, um, I was health doing health coaching one-on-one with women who, um, not only have had experienced loss, but also who, um, just wanted to, I don't know, just feel better and make changes in their life, whether it be through nutrition or mindfulness or movement. It was kind of, those are the three pillars that we really focused on. Um, and just, uh, I would speak one-on-one with these women and we would have coaching sessions. So yeah, it was really wonderful. And I met a lot of really great women through that. Um, and yeah, but the goal was, uh, to help to help women through these kind of turning points in their lives. That's a, and again, another example of you taking this, you know, very heartbreaking experience, losing Harper and helping others, which is so yeah. incredibly beautiful. So keep doing what you're doing, my friend. Thank you. And creating beautiful meals. <laughs> so delicious. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think before this, we weren't talking about on. Yeah, it was before Nikki and I were both talking about how we were crushing our noodle bowls yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's so great because I feel like with the um, the spring menu, like I, so many people were like, how about like you try like a noodle bowl or how about you try like a curry dish? So I got a lot of um, feedback from people. And like, I love that. Like I love getting any kind of feedback. I mean, ideally it would be positive, but I also like critical, like criticism is fine. Um, and yeah, I think that we took a lot of what people were saying and wanting and hopefully turned it into some dishes that people are going to love. Everything I've tasted is delicious so far. So easy, right? It's so good. (laughs) <laughs> now you're doing pantry items. I'm just looking here. You're doing pantry mm-hmm. items and you've got these sustainable elements. Mm-hmm. So, so the, yeah, the pantry, the pantry is, um, I'm really excited about because, um, the products that we include on the pantry items are all from, um, Canadian based female led companies. Um, so I, again, like 
go female like companies. Um, and I really wanted to not only support, but just like offer their amazing products and make it available for my customers to kind of add on to their, their bundles or their carts, um, or entirely purchase, um, through the pantry. Great with that too. And so that comes with your Tuesday delivery as well. So, um, there's slurp mix, which is amazing cocktail or mocktail mixes. Um, and there is ripe nutrition. I don't know if you guys have had their bone broth, but incredible. And they have other items as well. Um, we have a moda tea with like matcha teas, which is really great. Uh, and yeah, that's amazing. Addition, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Everything you need. Cocktails, tea. Like, <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> are you going to expand? I'm sure people are like, well, I don't have, when, when are you coming to yes. my neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Logistically, believe me, I would be all over the place if I could. Um, but yeah, like we're definitely going to be looking into um, delivering to a wider delivery zone really soon. So stay tuned to that. Um, and like a lot of Another thing that I, I wanted to um, say about kind of where the direction in which Iana is heading and where I would love for it to go is creating, um, we're really going to start working on our newsletters and emails and make it really um, like an educational aspect to it uh, for pregnancy, postpartum and beyond, not just that, but, you know, health-wise, nutritionally, um, I really would love to start um you know, providing like just some education out there about things you could be eating for certain things or, or certain stages in your life, um, and, or like resources. So that's another thing that smoothie recipes, yeah. Yeah. recipes, recipes here and there. <laughs> yeah. That's another important thing for me is like helping educate and provide resources for, for women that are looking for it. Amazing. I love that. Well, we so appreciate you coming on. It's and sharing and being so open and vulnerable. It's, um, I know a lot of people will benefit from listening to this and we really appreciate you sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me guys. It was a fun first fo- podcast. Yay. All <laughs> right. Amazing. We did it. <laughs> Thanks Michelle. Right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at WeGoTherePodcast and check out WeGoTherePodcast.com for more info.